Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Uh, standing by to join us on the first part of the show is Molly Shiat. She's a director, filmmaker, and the founder of the Instagram account, The Un- Unsung Heroes. And she's joining me to talk about uh, this incredible book called Game Changers that she wrote, The Unsung Heroines of Sports History. Good morning, Molly. Good morning. Thank you for calling in. Of course. I was so moved by all these stories in your book. It was incredible. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty um, it's a pretty crazy collection of, of stories, I have to admit myself. So how did this all come about? I mean, were you an athlete as a kid and, and this was just a passion project? How did this all start? So the way that it came about was I grew up playing sports and then I went to school and studied, I went to college and studied art Mm -hmm. and then moved out to Los Angeles and came across the 30 for 30 series on ESPN and I thought that it was like one of the most incredible series and I loved all of the portraits of these athletes doing things that weren't just sport. It was really kind of like a hybrid of political and and cultural things. And I just kept wondering why there weren't any stories about women in the Mm -hmm. series. And out of the, I mean, 160 uh, that have been created, give or take a few, because they're constantly um, in production, um, there's only four or five that are about women. So really? hmm. I thought that it would be um, advantageous to pitch stories about female athletes. And I pitched a couple, and they didn't get greenlit. So I just kept pitching more and more, and, and that didn't happen. So I decided to take all the kind of my own ideas of a 30 for 30 and put them into a book. Well, so. And then Instagram, <laughs> and then you did the Instagram account. Yeah, so so basically, the the all the pitches kind of got moved over to Instagram, which was kind of like a public platform where I was putting all this information and these stories, and then from there, um, the the book kind of organically came out of that. And were there were there certain stories that really grabbed you, like surprised you along the way? Yeah, I'd say that the first um, the first story that was kind of the foundation for the whole project was the Wake Robin Golf Club. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do you want me to sure. talk to you a little bit about that? I'd love so it. So the the golf club was the uh, was the oldest registered African American women's golf club in the United States, and it was um, created by thirteen women, with one at the helm named Helen Webb Harris, mm-hmm. and all of the women got together to try to play golf, but at the time they couldn't because the courses were segregated. Um, and this was in the late late 30s. So they just kept trying and trying and trying to figure out how they could play. And they ended up um, petitioning for a, a piece of land. And the Secretary of the Interior in D.C. Um, gave them a like literally gave them a old abandoned trash dump and 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 on that plot of land were old cans and broken bottles and um there's rumors that there was actual like sewage running through the course 
that they made it their own and it turned into a a golf course called the Langston Golf Course. Mm -hmm. And um, there were other golfers that would play there that were minorities and they ended up, um, the Wake Robin Golf Club and other minority clubs forced the PGA, which is the Professional Golfers Association, to later drop its whites-only rule. And it's just one of those stories where, you know, these women just wanted to do something that they love to do, but Mm -hmm. they couldn't because of so many different obstacles. And and that was kind of one that just really resonated resonated with me for, for so many reasons. I love all the different uh, images of the women. I mean, there's so many different periods of time, and there are some some women. I think, oh my gosh, I've, I've never even heard of this woman, and you you capture her story perfectly. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that you know it's it's interesting because when I was growing up, um, I was born in 1980, so all of my everything that I was. Um, you know, like looking at on on television or in in books, it was mostly men. So it was nice. the Karate Kid or Rocky or or any of those sort of stories. So there wasn't really any representations of female athletes or heroes. Yeah. So this book was kind of it was kind of this like really beautifully circuitous way that I kind of found a lot of heroes, and a lot of them were just you know people that weren't that weren't famous, but at the same time, like women really have never gotten that recognition in, in history. I mean, yes. there's, there's Billie Jean King and Martina Navratilova, but aside from that, it's, it's hard to, you know, shoot off 10, right. 10 names. Right. Well, here's, I mean, I have um, put uh, post-it notes throughout the book, but here's this interesting one. I found uh, Anne Maria DeMars. Am I saying her name mm-hmm. correctly? Uh, I love how she was a judo champion, and and what's really nice about this book is you didn't just capture their moment in time in sports, you captured what they did after the fact that, for instance, uh, she went on to earn um, a PhD in educational psychology, and she's the mother of Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I know. Isn't that <laughs> such a wild... I, I didn't even know that when I, I came across her image um First, and mm-hmm. then I figured out sometime later that it was that it was her that Rhonda was her her daughter. Yes, what a role model! I know, and she's um. I know that she has her PhD and her master's in mm-hmm. teaching and psychology, and I mean, she's kind of like this. I mean, she's like a Wonder Woman. Yes, yes, in a game company. There are such fascinating stories in this book. Yeah. What has been, you know, some of the feedback you've gotten on the book? You know, I'd say that the most surprising feedback has been from parents. Um, I never thought that this was going to be a book that um, was kind of a book that parents would read to their kids before they went to bed. I never mm-hmm. dreamed that that would happen, <laughs> but I think it's really cool. Yeah. Um, and And I really appreciate that a lot of... Um, moms and dads are reading it to their sons. And I've nice. I've had about probably like between five or eight photos that have been sent to me of um, these young boys who are reading these stories or being read these stories about these really powerful, cool, interesting women. And I thought that that was just such a, 
I mean, I, I never thought that that would ever happen, but it's just so interesting, and I think it's so neat that all these kids will, will learn these women's names. Well, I love how you captured um, so much of history, you know, like you were talking about Billie Jean, Jean King, and there's just so much historical stuff, and I can see why people would read this to not only their girls, but their boys. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Is there a sports figure that inspired you? Probably so many. You know, I mean, I grew up in a really small town in New Hampshire, and I didn't really have women role models. I mean, they just didn't exist, especially mm-hmm. we weren't a home that had a TV. So when I was growing up, it's kind of like I said before, my my role models were Rocky, and right. there was a film called Young Blood, which was like Rob Lowe um, being a hockey player in, in Canada, and it was like really just like a cheesy love story. But my role models were were kind of just like kids that I went to high school with and that played sports, but I just didn't have that visibility and that, and that access to anyone that wasn't a guy. Right, right. And I feel like that was pretty common. Maybe that's what inspired you in a lot of ways to write this book. Yeah, I mean, I think what's been really wonderful is that a lot of the women I've gotten to know on a on a personal level, and mm-hmm. it just feels really cool that I can, um, that I now am friends with some of the women in the book, and that in an inadvertent way, they've, they've kind of become my heroes that I never had. I love it. I actually, um, I know I told you before we went on, I I found my project when I was 16 um, that I did about Babe Dietrichson, and I'd never heard of her, and my dad's like, why don't you do it on this this woman? And I'm like, who is she? And I was showing my daughters, and then I opened your book. I started reading some of these stories and showing the pictures to my daughters. Um, I believe her name was, uh, is it Anke Eve Goldman? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they were like, look at that woman. She's so cool in her motorcycle outfit. <laughs> and it was it's so educational. So I think this is a wonderful, you know, opportunity for, for kids, boys and girls, as you said, to really understand the past of sports. Yeah. And it's also, I think, one of the things that I really tried to do was just not make it about you know, like how many medals they won and, and how fast they ran. It, it's more, you know, like getting into that micro piece about, you know, what, like, well, it, it is kind of like that 30 for 30 thing where yes. there's a story within a story that kind of, you know, I, I think that that's one of the things that I try to tell people that are like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a cool book. I'm not really that into sports, but, mm-hmm. and I think that the book, Really, like if you can think about the book as as women's stories, right? Um, yes. And and think about it that way because so many of them have to do with you know their gender and their race and where they're from and and so many different things, which I think is um really important. How did you? I mean, how long did it take you to produce this book? Because all these pictures, I don't even can't even imagine how you had to you know find all these images. Yeah, the the photo element was really complicated and really hard because you know, like a lot of a lot of these women have these images that are in photo albums that they have, you know, packed in their storage units or in their closet somewhere. So it was really about 
communicating with them and trying to figure out how to take that picture and how to bring it to Kinko's and put my email into the scanning address. And it's complicated because, I mean, technology is, I mean, it, it's like teaching my mom how to use an iPhone. It's <laughs> it's that same thing where you're trying to, like, teach someone how to scan something that lives in a small town in Texas. Um, but it worked, and we figured it out. But a lot of a lot of the photos were, were really hard to find, and there was a lot of stories that I really wanted to tell that sometimes I couldn't find images to. So it was really um, rounding out mm-hmm. uh, the, the photos so they weren't just all of one sport or all of, you know, you know, 120 stories about white tennis players. Like I I really tried to find that balance. Yeah. I really, I felt like you captured that really well. Thanks. Yeah. Tell me, we have I mean, it is interesting to think about, like, there's a lot of women that, you know, were African-American that were, were playing tennis, but they weren't being covered by a lot of the country clubs or organizations that had money. So, a lot of those photographs and, and documentation really, um, you know, it never got documented. And, and when it did, it, it didn't have, like, the weight of a newspaper behind it or, or anything like that. So it, it got, um, it, w- it was definitely an arduous process, but I think it's really important to show all different types of people. Well, unfortunately, we have to wrap up. Could you throw out where people can reach you and find out more about your book? Yeah, I have a website called theunsungheroines.com. Okay. And I urge anyone to submit any stories about their moms or grandmas or great aunts. Um, famous or not famous, and most of the time they're not famous. But I think the stories are just really important to share. Okay. I might have one. My grandmother was captain of or co-captain of the basketball team at Syracuse University. Great. Send I'll, it in. I'll write something up and send it to you. I think I might Please even have pictures. Do. I will. Molly, thank you so much for calling into the show. Okay, thank you for having me. And I look forward to meeting you sometime. Yeah, same, absolutely. Take, okay, take care. That was Molly Shiat calling in to talk about her incredible book called Game Changers, The Unsung Hero- Heroines of Sports History. Uh, and again, you can find her on Instagram, and uh, everything will be up on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. We're going to take a quick break, and then I have several more guests. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.